0: I got you. Do you hear me? I'm not hearing anything. For real? For real? How about this? Do you hear this now? Talk to me. Talk to me, brah. Nope. Life is nope. dangerous. Hold
1: on. Well, I'll just finish my oh, salad. Oh, wait a
0: minute. Yeah, I had it turn down. Got it
1: <laughs> <Hard.
2: laughs> now? Here we are. Here,
1: Here we, go. we are. Here we go. All right, you hit frats. We're good to go, bro. Yeah, I'd leave that part in if I was you. No, let all of it out. Plus, I'm eating my salad. This is Garage Logic Podcast number thirty three, October twenty twenty eighteen. In Garage Logic, it was as cold as fifteen degrees on this day in nineteen twenty five, and as warm as seventy eight degrees in nineteen twenty two. This uh, podcast is brought to you Joe Souchere well it was another calm weekend in the United States huh Huh. (laughs) God bless the Jewish population of Pittsburgh and this country and this world mother of God
0: had a nice turnout at Temple Israel here locally as well yeah I don't like this trend
1: you know, we're being hectored by the news gatherers that the country's full of hate, and I I, I resent that somewhat. I'm not. I, I I don't know anybody who's really full of hate. Do You?
0: Uh, I am. Uh, I'm not full of hate, and I don't know. Well, I don't really want to. I, I think if I don't hate anybody. On, no, but people on Facebook. I know you don't, you don't do Facebook. Are extremely direct, and I feel Facebook has done more damage to uh to to people's mindset than it has done good
1: yeah what i was i was wandering uh wandering on the garage logic service road of life and did this happen 50 years ago uh only we didn't know about it no i don't mean a shooting of a synagogue i mean uh no social media is the platform by which hatred has been revealed Let's put it that way. Correct. There's probably all been hate since the beginning of time. But social media exacerbates it. It brings it to the forefront. It puts it on the table in front of you.
2: It's much easier for us to see the hate from Brian in, you know, Florida. Yeah, than it is than it was fifty years ago, and
1: I'm uninterested in him or or his like. I, that's why I stay off social media.
2: Sorry, to any Bryans in Florida that listen to the show. Yeah. By the way, Sorry. Well, probably
1: a lot of Brian's in Florida listen to the show, and now they've all become angered. Okay. And they'll we'll hear Billed about it hatred. on Facebook. Yep. Yep.
0: Here's yep. my question for you, because you are a little you got us out by a couple years. I'll say. Uh, when there was a political, <laughs> um, uh, what's the word for it? Uh, uh, a competition, a healthy Republican-Democrat competition uh, like McGovern or, you know, back then, how did they treat each other? They're ob- obviously at opposite ends. Let's start. Let's, let's reframe that. Okay, find a, a good example well, for me. Well, we've
1: just never had a president like this, in, to my knowledge, in my lifetime. Let's just leave it in my lifetime. We've never had a president like
0: this, Ever. But I, wouldn't I, you agree, Johnny? I would agree, yeah, yeah,
1: wholeheartedly.
0: Yeah. But I would say this, all this hatred and meanness started even before President Trump was elected into office. Maybe it was the Al Gore, That's sort, Bush. Maybe it starts with social media. Again, it, it's the platform by which
1: this supposed hatred is manifesting itself.
0: Okay, let me let me run this by you. Um, way back when the, you voted for presidents that won. And that lost, mm-hmm. correct? Mm-hmm. And the ones you lost to, mm-hmm. uh, how did you handle that? It, I got up the next day and went to work.
1: Okay.
3: The sun came up. Okay, and, and, that's and a big difference. And if some guy voted for the other guy, you still said, "Good morning, how a- you abs- doing?" Absolutely,
0: yeah, exactly. I do not care. I mean, era- I, mean, I mean, I've
1: been living in a house divided. My yeah, whole exactly. Life, yeah.
0: You know? Well, I'm. What I, my point is, that's over with because okay. the the when the lefties lose, and this is goes back to even President Bush, uh, they were. Uh, furious. Still furious during all eight years.
3: Well, I think to throw all that on the lefties is... <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no, but I'm not...
3: I, I don't, I, I, hey, let's I, put it this way. Even in Congress, when, we, Joe, you remember, 30 years ago, everybody cooperated, both parties. Mm-hmm. Tip O'Neill and Ronald Reagan got along. They couldn't have been further apart right. ideologically. Hubert and, Humphrey and Richard Nixon yeah, were great friends. They got And they got things done mm-hmm. as a result of that. Mm-hmm. Now, in the halls of Congress, that ain't happening anymore. Mm-hmm. It's never going to again. It's, it's really it's, sad. It's it all also there? on <laughs> so many levels. Whether it's problems in
2: schools, whether it's problems with parenting, whatever. So many walks of life are now no longer have the ability of just simple conflict resolution. Yeah. Well, it's a lost art. It really something, is.
1: There's something much deeper going on too. Uh, there have always been. What's the name of this evil doer in Pittsburgh? Bowers. Bowers. Yes. Yeah. There's. His kind have always existed. But my deep, deep thought would be as as humans around the world take life so cheaply, the likes of this fool in Pittsburgh are more likely to resort to violence because the lives themselves uh, don't hold the meaning that life used to. We, we briefly touched on this a few podcasts ago. Yeah. It, it seems to me that, that life is not as sacred as it once was. And as a result of that, more and more violence is used to settle grievances than ever before in the past. There's always been hatred and there's always been anti-Semites and there's always been Caesar Seox, but, we, we, are, we have yet to—we had not previously seen the degree that they're willing to go to. and I, I attribute part of that to uh, life itself uh, losing, uh, losing a great deal of its sacredness. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, that means that what, what you're saying is people—if um, you're mad at uh, Jewish people— You don't take life as seriously as previous generations took it, maybe. And that's 11 lives that you are going to. Well, I mean, the people that were there. The, the as well. stuff
1: that's going on w-
0: w- was inconceivable to me when I was
1: younger. It continues to be inconceivable to me, but unfortunately, I'm beginning to
3: understand it better. Do you think, and you know where I'm going with this question, uh, people like Cesar Sayak, was that his name? Yep. Or feel more not in- an
1: Indian, by the way. He was no. passing himself off as a Native yeah, American, yeah. and I made the critical mistake of of, of reading that fact uh, Friday, which of course was not a fact because you got to give stories like
3: that seventy two yeah. hours. Anyway, John, uh, do you feel as has been more than hinted at, of course, that those kind of people feel more emboldened during this time because of the administration, or do you think that's a fallacy? I continue to believe
1: and wish that the president would tone himself down. Well, as we found out this morning, that's not going to happen. No, he's blaming he's blaming the media for this. Mm-hmm. Yep, and it, it is undeniably true. If you watch CNN or MSNBC, particularly, it is undeniably true that the hosts and the guests eventually try to work their way into an accusation that Trump was mm-hmm. responsible for the synagogue shooting, that mm-hmm. Trump's responsible okay. for Caesar Sayoc. I, I, I cleared this up late last week. I thought I did. Trump is not personally responsible for the synagogue shooting, and he's not personally responsible for the existence of Caesar Sayoc. To answer John's question, he has a role to play, in the, in the national mood. In fact, you could argue he's the guy who, most generally speaking, set the national mood, right? Presidents. Yep. And he uh,
0: does not do a good job with that. Uh, you're right. His first comment after um, talking about uh, the gun issue, well, if they would have had armed guards there, that <laughs> yeah. would have been— it's, that was not the um, arms wide open, we need a big collective hug. No, he has said the right things. He has said the right things, but he also says inflammatory
1: things. Yeah, I, I think it's inflammatory to say this is the media's fault. That probably does encourage the next Caesar Sayoc. Trump has, has governed from a position of, of having been spurned from day one. And if you'll recall, on the night he won the election, recall the uh, recall the attitudes of many of the people in the news gathering industry. <laughs> they were shocked. They were disappointed. Right. They were alarmed. Their gal didn't get it. She and, didn't even have a concession speech. And he's and he's been <laughs> spurned by that ever since. And I I'm afraid that what he means when he said uh, there is great anger in our country caused in part by inaccurate and even fraudulent reporting of the news. Uh, he added that the media must stop the open and obvious hostility and report the news accurately and fairly. I, I, does Do you agree with me? He's talking about himself, isn't he? Right? I, I, I mean, he's talking I, I about how so, he's treated yes. by the media.
3: Yeah, I would assume. Right,
1: right.
0: It's just a really weird it's time. It's just a
1: tough time. Really? It's, just a, it's a <laughs> tough time because I, I just so desperately want him to help himself, and he I, apparently will never be able
0: to. He, no, he's never he's never going to change. Yeah, if it, if it hasn't changed at this point you're right. Rep, well, and it's
2: because never. it's because there are so many people that have formed this allegiance towards him that they believe every word that comes out of his mouth. Just as there is an
1: allegiance of people resisting
2: him. Yeah, exactly.
1: Mm-hmm. We've well, never been, been more Kruller. divided yeah, than most, we are right now. Yeah, it's uh yeah.
3: <laughs> All right then. All right.
0: <laughs> well, we solved her up <laughs> Another here. Another calm Hi.
3: weekend in the country, huh? Hi. I used a term with Joe earlier in the day that we can't use on the air about how I feel about how the country is right now. Well,
1: John, no, it's a word we always used covering the World Series when we were all gathered around the batting cage trying to get a quote from somebody.
3: Yeah, yeah, it was a cluster. Oh, of people. Cluster time. It was a cluster. Why, you, why was that reference in a World Series? Well, we were when you're trying to no all, no 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 a million reporters because oh, there's oh, a guy in
1: the batting cage. <laughs> you just said World Series. Why am I? Changing
3: the coin no, he did say around the batting cage when that guy was trying to take batting practice. Right. It had nothing to do
1: that. with the actual fact that it was the World Series. hadn't You had to do, said it World
2: had... Series. Rewind the tape. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm going to tell you one more time. And then time. I want you to be quiet. All my years as a sports writer, that mob scene at a batting cage during a World Series, mm-hmm. was referred to by an inelegant term. You Cost got it time. now?
0: Cost you got it, Reavers?
2: So you did say World Series.
1: Right. But the... <laughs> And Batting Cage. <laughs> Speaking of CNN, did you see their typos they had to apologize oh, for? Oh, no, yeah. I
2: didn't see it. But... <laughs> we
1: meant Red Sox, not the Red Sex. Ooh. Oh. More importantly, the package-bombing suspect could get up to 48 years in prison if convicted, not 48 hours, like our typos said. For-
2: Wow! I did not. See it, I believe that. both it, of those happen within a matter of minutes from each other, too.
1: Once again, please accept our apologies. We try to do our best, but sometimes we fall short. Boy, I'll say. And then you know, you know who's really showing off, uh, Kelsey, the chief offsite correspondent. <laughs> no. uh, I, I mentioned uh, offhandedly the other day. I wondered how Caesar was getting those addresses. You know, if I would have thought about it a little deeper, I, I could have said. Yeah, I'm sure you can go to the Google and come up with these things. Right. Well, you know, Kelsey's showing off because he's given me uh, not only De Niro's home address <laughs> and business address, but he sent pictures of them. What? Yeah, he's showing off. Wow. Yeah. And well, then yeah. another emailer uh, said, uh, Robert, uh, Soros address. Boom. It took
0: him. He said, took me one minute, and 30 seconds. Yeah, even if that was in my job description to look those up, I think I'd I'd pass. <laughs> Just out of You could, but out of boredom. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently Soros
1: lives in Cotona, New York.
0: Ah, the hoity toity. Okay,
1: I get it, guys. I I know that you're capable of uh, of engineering the world wide webs. Uh, I probably could oh look at this. Kelsey sends we'll a picture of Soros' place too. <laughs> you got a pool over there? Honest to God. A pool or a pond. A pond would be good for you. And uh, unfortunately, we have a Hill-Murray football player in an induced coma. Uh, They were playing Johnson uh, in a playoff game Saturday, and senior defensive player Zach Zerambinski left the field after a punt, went to the bench, reported feeling dizzy, then collapsed and started having seizures. He was immediately taken to the hospital. Uh, He is in an induced coma. He had
0: bleeding on his brain. And you know what? what, uh, Good luck to him. And There's a GoFundMe page that has yep. been started as well. We looked that up. And you know, I
1: like I, I am shocked that that's not happening more often.
0: The, the game is just ridiculously violent.
1: Oh, it's really ridiculously uh, violent. It Really is. I sound like a euphorian, don't I? Um, but I don't know how you're supposed to play football and not get injured.
0: No, I, I, you don't sound like a euphorian. You're because of your accuracy. Mm-hmm. You're not saying uh, I don't want them playing football because somebody's going to win and somebody's going to lose. It really is uh, with the protective gear. You know, hockey the same way. Uh, when boys start hitting, that's all they want to do.
1: But hockey, does, well, hockey can—you can get a concussion from playing hockey. Yeah. That's for sure. Uh, and it, you know, we have a John Hyde news experience today.
0: I know we do. I'm, I'm excited about that.
1: In fact, might that be coming up next, or do you want me to uh, keep talking here? <clears throat> uh- I have one more thing I'd like to yeah, get, let's get off do my chest. two, one
0: more yeah. thing, and then we'll come back, take a break with Johnny. I'd like to get
1: something off my chest.
0: What? Is
2: it about the World Series? Ooh. Nope.
1: It's <laughs> about the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh.
2: <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> How do you ring up a $64,000 bar bill? What? You didn't hear this story? No. Four Jacksonville Jaguar players were arrested at a London nightclub early Saturday after allegedly refusing to pay a $64,000 bar bill. Authorities arrested Barry Church, Ronnie Harrison, Jared Wilson, and D.J. Hayden around 4 a.m., according to ESPN. The team was in London over the weekend to play the Eagles at Wembley Stadium on Sunday. The four Jaguar players were reportedly accused of leaving the London Rain Show Club without paying their bill. Other team players and staff attended the private members club featuring burlesque and circus performers. The total bill was in the region of $64,000, and some of the lads tried to leave the club but were prevented from doing so by security. Witnesses told the Sun uh, newspaper that the players scuffled with bouncers outside the club. Things got heated, and there was a lot of swearing and shouting, and things became physical. In terms of preparation for their match, you couldn't think of anything worse. The four players were taken into custody uh, and released. Nine hours later, the club dropped the complaint after the team settled the bill. Oh, and then, not surprisingly, the Eagles beat the Jaguars 24-18.
2: I was going to say, they had an early game
1: the next day. Mm-hmm. How do you ring up $64,000? Uh,
0: Bottle of this. Well, <laughs> and it's it's rain. It's R-E-I-G-N. It's not like rain. As someone who used to
2: work in this industry, yeah. uh, It's you'd be surprised at how easy that is to do.
1: I. I Rain entry. I would, is, I would be surprised
2: because be, I I I just can't fathom it. it will, and none of us in this room or that room are are ever going to be at a place where we're going to ring I'll up sixty four thousand well, dollars. But it's not. all, it, you know, a, a twenty five dollar bottle of vodka they're selling for five hundred
0: bucks. Well. Yeah, uh, VIP tables are three thousand pounds minimum spending. Oh.
2: Really. There's a whole lot nice going on nice curfew the
0: Jags get going for them, didn't they? Well, me? they're a
2: complete mess right now, yeah. the Jags. Mm. So this isn't shocking at all that all that half their hello are we. Uh...
0: Um, I will say this though, going to their um, their website. <laughs> Why am I hearing a phone? Uh, that's doing a program
2: people people forget to shut the ringer off on uh, this phone in here.
0: Th- there is some uh, talented people there. This lady has been practicing doing the splits upside down on the bar. Really, looks like she's pretty good upside at it too. Down. So. Yeah, she's upside down. Oh Uh, yeah, look at that guy right there. Hey, timing is everything. I think when they take this picture, (laughs) timing is everything.
2: Vikings didn't do too well. Yeah, it was started out promising. Uh,
0: The fumble killed us. The
2: well, it did. You're right. It It, was. I mean, that
0: was the the the, uh, wind out of our sail. And
2: Adam Thielen has had a great year and even had a good game last night. But yeah, that was an untimely fumble. You know, and I, as much as I love baseball, I just didn't think it was much of a World Series. The. The game Saturday night when the Dodgers were up 4-0 with a chance to make it a series, that was the deflator, losing that one. How about the fact that game three was about 10 hours long? It was over seven hours. Seven hours,
0: 20 minutes.
1: I didn't make it. I didn't either. I did not. Well, they played two complete games.
0: I could have. I just didn't want to.
1: (laughs) Seven hours and 20 minutes. It was a long night. What time did that end in L.A.? 12, 12, 12.30-ish, yeah. yeah. 12.30. It was 2.30 here. Wow. 3.30, no, I think. No. 3.30 in Boston. Yeah, yeah, Red
3: Sox fans watching at home. Uh, good luck to
2: you. Well, how about the fact that Nathan Eovaldi came in in relief and threw over 100 pitches? Yeah. And- See, even
1: <laughs> though the uh, even though the official watch event at the uh, RF Moeller Jeweler stores is over and it was a great success, I talked to Mark over the weekend, uh, October continues to be watch month at RF Molar Jeweler, three locations, Ford in Cleveland and St. Paul, 50th in France and Edina, Gavaday Common in downtown St. Paul. Uh, there's a great reasons to visit RF Molar Jeweler. Uh, they're bringing you this podcast. Uh, you can get the greatest products in the world, including some of the greatest names and watches. You can also get 0% on 12 uh, for 12 months. And, uh, You twist their arm, they'll throw in a free watch winder still, even though the official event isn't over. But uh, you're talking Rolex, Tudor, Tag Heuer, Swiss Army, Shinola, and Raymond Weil. And our thanks to RF Moeller. The uh, watch event continues through October. Local musicians, we'll play your stuff
2: with your permission. We'll be glad to
3: play your stuff. That
2: reminds me, I got I got a new banner run by uh All right, I forget the name. Off to
3: check it out.
0: Oh, we need the name.
3: Here's John Haidt in his podcast newsroom. Thank you, Joe. I'm in a Tonka man who flies for Sun Country Airlines was arrested after trying to get a loaded handgun through security at a Florida airport. What? 54-year-old Brian McTemis was arrested Friday night at the Southwest Florida International Airport in Fort Myers and booked in jail on suspicion of having an unlicensed firearm, which is a felony. According to police, the gun was detected in a suitcase while he was being screened at a TSA checkpoint about 6.50 p.m. McTemis said his uh, the bag was his and that he had packed it. A TSA supervisor searched the suitcase, recovered from a zipper pouch, a 380 caliber pistol that was loaded with six rounds. Ooh. TSA regulations allow for pilots under certain conditions to have a firearm in the cockpit, but it has to be transported in a locked case when not on the flight deck. McTemis provided a permit to carry issue in Minnesota, but the state of Florida does not recognize the carry permit for Minnesota, according to the police report. Sun Country said the pilot's arrest disrupted a flight's itinerary. The company provided passengers with hotels, meal vouchers, oh. and $200 <laughs> flight credit. Uh, commercial airline pilots have, since 2003, been allowed to carry firearms while on duty in case someone tries to gain control of the flight deck. Sun Country said it has pilots who have gone through the 56 hours of training before getting approval to possess a firearm while flying. After that training is finished up, the pilot is deputized as a federal law enforcement officer and issued a TSA-approved firearm and federal flight deck officer. Okay, of I'm confused. I have yeah. a question, too, when you I- I'm
1: confused. Uh, he has a, he's legal in Minnesota. Correct. But it sounds like he needed to take more steps to be federally
3: approved to have it with him in the airplane. That's correct. Plus, outside the airplane, you have to have it in a secure case. If he
1: had
2: shown up with it in a
1: locked container, would he have
2: been uh, good to go? I have a better question. All right. He should know that if he's a pilot, right? Yes. Yeah. So why didn't he have a permit in in all the other states that he's apparently flying to? That he flies to? I'm, I'm, I'm somewhat
1: comforted that he's a trained uh, pistol owner. Uh Sure,
2: yeah, it seems like it's all in the up and up. I'm but sure. why wouldn't he have known that if he's flying to Florida, he's also have to he also has to have a permit in right? that state? I don't know. Yeah.
0: I'm sure he's just going to admit uh, some carelessness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that going to
2: be enough though or is he going to go to well, get a, put it's away? A felony, That's what so I'm wondering. Who knows? I don't know. Does your friend at the airport have any insight? <laughs> on
0: My this? friend at the airport uh, does not have uh, any information on pilots uh being armed. But if you show up as a passenger, uh, my friend at the airport will let you know that you have to have it in a locked case. It cannot be loaded and goes through um, a separate screening process.
3: President Trump, as we talked about earlier on Monday, accusing the media of being the true enemy of the people in the wake of the mass shooting at a mail bomb plot. The president tweeting, there's a greater anger in our country caused in part by inaccurate and even fraudulent reporting of the news. He added the media must stop the open and obvious hostility and report the news accurately and fairly. Those comments, of course, follow that mass shooting in a Pittsburgh synagogue that, a synagogue that left 11 dead. The shooting deaths of two African-Americans in Kentucky late last week and a mail bomb scare targeting Democrats and CNN. The election season violence prompting questions about whether the president should tone down the rhetoric. Meanwhile, the Pittsburgh gunman who frequently posted those uh, anti-Semitic threats online, 46-year-old Robert Bowers, U.S. Attorney Scott Brady said federal prosecutors are seeking approval to pursue the death penalty against Bowers. Bowers was injured during the shootout with police. He is scheduled to make his first court appearance on Monday.
0: Did we ever find out how he was? I know he was shot, but we don't know where he was shot. Not Obviously no. not life-threatening.
1: No. Okay. There's evil in the world. <clears throat>
0: Meanwhile, filmmaker. I'm not on a
1: limb there, am I? Nope. No, you're not. No, I don't know if you're going to follow it was, up with. Well, uh, just... I like
3: gumballs. I no. None of us argued with you No on that one. Uh, filmmaker Michael Moore has released footage. Speaking uh, of evil in the world, <laughs> right. has released footage of the bombing suspects, Cesar Sayoc, at a 2017 Trump rally in Melbourne, Florida. Sayoc can be seen as part of an angry crowd chanting "CNN sucks" and holding a poster denouncing the network. In his Instagram post, Moore explained he sent a crew that included producer Basil Hamden and one of his longtime collabor- uh, collaborators to the rally, which took place in the month after Trump's inauguration, uh, not to film the president-elect himself, but to capture footage of the crowds that he attracts. An Oakdale woman has died after the SUV in which she was a passenger mm. hit a deer and crashed. 56-year-old State Patrol says 56-year-old Jody Ray Bergsgard was killed Sunday about 5.30 on Highway 36 in Maplewood. After hitting the deer, the SUV crossed both lanes of the highway and crashed into a ditch. Beersgard was pronounced dead at the scene. The driver, 61 year old Robert Beersgaard, was taken to Regent's Hospital in St. Paul. The patrol says his injuries are not critical.
1: I've twice hit a deer, and I guess that means twice I've been lucky.
0: Right. Oh. Well, because you, what, maintained control of your car? It didn't cause you to go off the road? It
1: happened so quickly that you, it really isn't a control of the car issue. Mm-hmm. One second,
3: there's no deer, and the next second, there's a deer. It's that quick. Wow. Did you ever have any close run-ins on, when you were driving motorcycles?
1: Yeah, that? I was terrified uh, and, and had to overcome that uh, fear uh-huh. uh, in order to keep motorcycling. Uh, but I never had a close run-in, but saw plentiful deer while riding a motorcycle, yeah. So, which caused me to go at about... 2 miles away. I was hour. just going to say so you're
0: <laughs> you're winding around yeah. beautiful I was Lake Alaska Yeah. Yeah, and and you've got all this scenery around you <laughs> and <laughs> all <laughs> these things and you can't even enjoy that cuz you're you're basically walking the bike down <laughs> no, 61. No. no, pushing no by, the with time, your feet.
1: by the time I took that trip, I had a few years under my belt and I was I was hell, I saw there was a bear 25 feet from me on no that trip.
0: Did you enjoy even one ride where you
1: were just relaxed? Not really. Okay. <laughs> but I, I will say this in all seriousness: that was the that was the benefit of that. It, it's it's mind cleansing because there's only one thing you can think of, and that's don't die. And that in okay. itself, no, I'm serious. <clears throat> okay. That in itself is almost uh, meditative. It was almost think of your life as you go through life every day. How, how many times your mind's
0: wandering about something? A lot between um, usually noon yeah. and maybe two. <laughs> you know, but but you make I feel a... I feel it's almost sad for you though that you oh, couldn't it enjoy sad, it, yet. and you I enjoyed it my own way. Okay, but think <laughs>
2: about how different it is now, where you'd welcome the only fear of it being a deer or a wildlife because you've got to worry about everybody
3: on their cell phone yeah, now. I got out at the right time. Yeah. A plane from Lion Air crashed into the sea just minutes after taking off from Indonesia's capital on Monday. Uh, apparently killing all 189 people on board and a blow to the country's aviation safety record after the lifting of bans on its airlines by the European Union and the U.S. The National Search and Rescue Agency said human remains have been recovered from the crash area. Its director of operations, Abambang Suryo-Aji, told a news conference the search effort is focusing on finding bodies and survivors are not expected. More than 300 people, including soldiers, police, and local fishermen involved in the search that's also recovered ID cards, personal belongings, and aircraft debris. Indonesia's disaster agency posted pictures online of a crushed smartphone, books, bags, and parts of the aircraft fuselage that had been collected by search and rescue vessels. President Joko Widodo ordered the Transport Safety Commission to investigate, urged Indonesians to keep on praying. Uh, Indonesian airlines were barred. In 2007, from flying to Europe because of safety concerns, though several were allowed to resume services in the following decade, the ban was completely lifted in June this year. The U.S. lifted a decade-long ban in 2016. So you guys been sleeping all right?
0: Uh, Yeah, okay.
1: If you, I could use a change, you know, my pillow inventor and founder, Mike Lindell, has come up with another great new product: the mattress topper.
0: I'm really tempted to try this. Well, we've had the same mattress for 25 yeah, years, but this would keep you
1: from having to buy a new mattress. It rejuvenates the mattress you have. It's Don't three unique layers designed to provide superior support, distribute body weight for ultimate comfort, and most importantly to me, regulate your body temperature so you keep comfortable. The zippered removable cover is washable and dryable, and uh, they have a 10 year warranty, 60 day money back guarantee, and they come in seven sizes from twin to cal king and uh, mike is extending a great offer to gl podcast listeners now through december 31st you can save 30 percent on any my says my and any size my pillow mattress topper and get two my pillow standard pillows when you enter the promo gl at checkout 30 percent off and two standard my pillows go to mypillow.com click on the mattress topper button on the home page and enter the promotional code gl at checkout Cool story about
3: Audrey Hepburn, the actress. Are there any bad stories about Audrey Uh, Not really, but this one even adds to it. Mm -hmm. Heartbroken by the execution of her uncle by the Nazis, apparently she worked for the resistance in World War II, according to an upcoming book. Hepburn was a preteen ballerina in England when the war broke out in 1939. Her mom, a baroness, took her home to Holland, hoping the Netherlands would stay neutral, but the country was soon occupied by the Third Reich. In Dutch Girl, Audrey Hepburn and World War II due out early next year, Robert Matson presents proof that the Breakfast at Tiffany's star worked directly for the resistance leaders in that area. You go, girl. Yeah. Is she still with us? Oh, God, no. no. She's been dead for, for a while. The execution of her uncle, Count Otto von limburg theorem, was traumatic. Mattson discovered a 188-page diary Otto wrote during the four months he was in prison before his death. Hepburn's younger son, Luca Doty, wrote in the foreword, When my mother talked about herself and what life taught her, Hollywood was never there. Instead, she named, uh, instead of naming famed Beverly Hills locations, she gave us obscure and sometimes unpronounceable Dutch ones. Red carpet recollections were replaced by Second World War episodes that she was able to transform into children's tales. Wow. So many drunk University of South Carolina students are being transported to the emergency room during home football games that stretchers line the hallways of Palmetto Health Baptist. Emergency services are strained during the games, and drunken antics slow down nurses who are trying to tend to the truly sick. A nurse at Palmetto Health Baptist said they try to run away, they try to fight people, they pee in the corner. It's been that way the whole time I've worked here. What? During the football games. Another nurse at Palmetto Health Baptist said, we do get some violent USC students. It just takes our time away from other patients. Uh, the state interviewed four nurses and one Richland County emergency medical technician, the state being a newspaper, under the condition their names not be used. In the shadow of Williams-Brice Stadium, hundreds of college-age women lined a wood fence with a female entrance-only gate. Behind the fence, thousands reveled prior to the football face-off against Tennessee. Both Palmetto Health Baptist and Richland County EMS acknowledge the number of students requiring medical treatment on game day is a strain on their resources. Mm-hmm. Those crazy kids.
0: <laughs> naughty.
3: <laughs> in Owensboro, Kentucky, man says, yes, he regrets dressing he and his son in Nazi costumes during last Thursday oh. evening's trick-or-treat event.
0: Oh, my oh boy.
3: <laughs> Pic- yeah. A picture of Brian Goldbach and his son was posted online has been sparking outrage. How old was the kid, John? Uh, the kid, uh, it doesn't have an age in the story, but the picture of him, he probably looked uh, four or five, oh right God. in that general region.
0: It's like your gun control, Joe. The only way, the gun control solution, mm-hmm. your super magnet theory, Right. there should be a switch on it that takes all <laughs> Nazi uniforms and all uh, blackface uniforms. Uh, makeup <laughs> that just goes, so it just goes away and can never be duplicated again.
3: What, what are we to make of a fool like this?
0: How, Go- how can you be that stupid?
3: Well, uh, Goldblatt dressed as a Nazi soldier. He dressed his son as Adolf Hitler. Yeah. He's, ah. He said he originally did it for historical purposes. Yeah, he said he was a history buff. But he admits he didn't think the idea through. No, of course not. Uh, the rabbi at Temple Adath B'nai Israel made a statement concerning how people should be mindful of what costumes they wear during Halloween. Rabbi Gary Mazzo says if your costume stirs up an event where millions of people died, then you probably should avoid wearing yeah. that
0: costume. Probably a good idea. Right. Yeah.
3: Okay, there again, social media
1: is playing a role. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: did he post it on Instagram? We, did... we never
1: would have heard of this guy Correct. without social media. Right? Correct. And he posted it himself. So. But I'll bet you 50 years ago, there weren't morons dressing up like Hitler. So on the one hand, social media is... is uh, to be credited for pointing out this fool. On the other hand, what the hell is he doing posting it? I, I'm just, I'm just, I just wasn't made for these things.
0: If you're good. in a costume, I, I think it's a must that you post yourself on Instagram. That's what everybody, that's what all Instagram was this weekend. Not for me. <laughs> Busy weekend, uh Rook? Yeah. I didn't have a. I did not have a. What I didn't just around on? there with your phone and look at this stuff. Hey, look at this one. You have uh, you have a little bit of time when you're sitting in the uh, line to be on Survivor. Oh, what? what? Oh, no. Let's, uh, let's, you let's did not. What? what? What now? What? Can what we now? Come back a little bit? Yeah. let just come oh.
1: back. You cannot stop him. You just make a move. Joe hey, You, the you recall. We brought up the idea that uh, a marathon in Pittsburgh was going to be partially sponsored by Chick-fil-A. Yeah. And the GLBTQRMEBUNBCDVW community was outraged uh, and didn't want Chick-fil-A to have any participation. Yes. Yeah. Uh, merely because what? The founder uh, is a fellow of who's dead, right? Yes. Uh, but uh, apparently the, uh, the corporation keeps up its, its uh, Christian beliefs, among them the uh, marriage between a man and a woman, uh, which they're entitled to have as an opinion. Right. They're entitled to have that. Well, now uh, the Pittsburgh school board barred district employees and its schools from officially participating in a kids run sponsored by Chick-fil-A. Over LGBT solidarity in a resolution passed last week, and that's left organizers of the Pittsburgh Marathon dumbfounded.
0: So They're the school shooting themselves in the
1: foot. So the school is, is is saying, you can't participate in this because of the view of the f- fellow who founded that business. Isn't that something? Wow. The club tells you what you have to think.
0: They can't think for themselves.
1: Once word got out last month that Chick-fil-A was the title sponsor for next year's Kids Marathon in Pittsburgh, a mile race that comes the day before the Pittsburgh Marathon, Uh, people got upset. The Pittsburgh Post-Gazette reported that all nine city council members signed a letter asking the marathon to trash the deal, one that puts the fast food franchise's name on the kids' race. Pittsburgh Public Schools traditionally puts together teams for the kids' run. But several members oppose the Chick-fil-A sponsorship over statements the founder's son has made in support of traditional marriage. That's all he's done. He doesn't deny the existence of LGBT.
0: Right. He's not trying to round them up and say, up, oh, go to a—
1: But that got the LGBT and gay rights advocates uh, irked. They were irked. Hmm. They have several beliefs, which they've expressed officially, largely through religious basis, that are quite discriminatory and are quite inconsistent with the district's policies regarding discrimination on the base of gender and race. Ira Weiss, the school solicitor, told the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, we were very surprised to see that they opposed Chick-fil-A as a sponsor for us. Marathon CEO Patrice Matamoros told uh, television KDKA. She added to the station that the school's stance hurts city children whom the Marathon wants to train in healthy running and nutrition. We have 150 different schools involved in our program in 13 different counties, Matamora said. Most curious of all, she she told the station, no one from the school board contacted her. No one's reached out to us, uh, Matamora said. She's the uh, CEO of the Marathon itself. The station's reporter uh, press the school board passes a resolution about the marathon, and they never talked to you, Madame Morris said. No, apparently unsure of what he had just heard, the reporter inquired again. Nobody called you, no, Madame Morris said. Hmm. Pittsburgh Marathon officials added to KDKA: the kids' marathon come, uh, funding comes from local franchisees that have signed non-discriminatory agreements. Chick Fil A isn't discriminating against anybody that I'm aware of.
0: No, and if you're L-B-G-T-Q-Y-Z, you can go in there and get a chicken sandwich. Why not? Right. They don't discriminate. No, they like money. Except on a Sunday, keep holding the Sabbath. They're closed. Right.
1: The school board uh, noted that nothing in this resolution is intended to interfere with an individual employee's right or rights of students and their families to participate in these programs and races. Uh, The Chicken Fast Food Corporation told the station that our restaurants welcome everyone. We have no policy of discrimination against any group. We do not have a political or social agenda. KDKA added that Chick-fil-A has awarded $535,000 in local scholarships and donated nearly a million dollars to Pittsburgh philanthropic events so far this year. And that's in addition to $105,000 in sponsorships for the Pittsburgh Kids Marathon. But these whining spoiled brats don't like the fact that they hold traditional marriage as something important in their credo. How come
0: we? This is incredible. Well, how come we have to think? How come they think we have to think like they do? Well, and we're we not in the act. club.
1: We're not in the club. They are, and the and the schools should be ashamed of themselves. The schools are making it now an official policy to, in a sense, indoctrinate kids into the belief. That Chick-fil-A is somehow discriminatory.
0: And evil and uh, so, do not do business so with the them. So club, the club
1: would tell you you're not entitled to believe that a marriage should be between one man and one woman. You're not entitled to that. That cannot be your You opinion. can't believe that. Wow. That's why we're not in the club. Who wants to be in a club where you're told what you can think? Not me. Look at, well, I keep going back to the Twitter CEO. What's his name? Jack. Jack uh, something. Right. He had to apologize because he tweeted that he liked a Chick-fil-A sandwich. That moron had a chance to fall out of the club there,
2: but no, he backed up and said, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, The club didn't allow him to say that. And think of how many people would still have used Twitter had he he actually taken a stand. Token? Boy, oh, throw tooken? another tooken? coin in the bucket. Oh, Token, that's a Monday. bad word. Token, <laughs> a rough Monday.
1: <laughs> you are. You're having a bad time.
2: Well, we had a late ball game last night.
1: The schools then are <laughs> virtually admitting their Mysterian position. The schools are saying, "We're here to change culture. We're here to tell kids what they're going to think, not how they're going to think. We're going to tell them what they have to think." And so they're going to they're going to uh, tell their employees you you shouldn't participate in this marathon
0: in other, or, words, or go in to other words
1: we don't allow uh, our uh, employees apparently to have their own independent thinking on something like this
0: isn't that amazing at a school at a school a school district a school where you're supposed to be a,
1: a free thinker we shouldn't be surprised I, it it would happen here it would happen here the I, schools are have sold their soul they're it's a failed academy to completely failed academy, I've got a lot coming up on that regarding Halloween, how the academy has failed.
0: Oh, good. Mm-hmm.
1: And, I, and I bet another, I bet another John Height news experience. I don't know how Halloween you will be. And I got uh, just a minute now. Don't turn me off yet. Oh no, no got, uh, we're still here. oh yeah, I got a lot of this protest coming up on uh, Halloween. <laughs> Halloween always causes a lot of trouble. I think you said it last uh, week, Rook. What? It's just a matter of time before it ends.
0: It really is. Through a
1: combination of of adults ruining it for children and uh, social justice warriors ruining it for everyone else, uh, it's just going to end. It's just going to
0: end. You you, you have more, though. Yes, I do. When we next join the podcast. That's true. Okay. Yes, I do. Gotcha.